welcome to another episode of the For the Healthy Hoes podcast, where we talk about self-awareness, conscious living, and everything in between. I'm your host, Ree. Thank you so much for joining me today and allowing me once again to be a part of your journey. I first want to say thank you guys so much for all of the support. Like, I love it when y'all send voice memos. It You know, although I'm talking to a community of people, when you guys talk back to me, leave comments, leave voice memos, answer my little Q&As, it makes me feel like, it makes me feel like I'm not talking to myself, okay? So, shout out to y'all. So, today we're talking about something that is, in my opinion, one of the most powerful things and the power of individuality. And I think a lot of people don't realize how just being you is so powerful. It's literally our superpower. Being ourselves is literally our superpower. And I think so many people don't realize that. It's funny because today's episode was supposed to be something totally different. But y'all already know I moved with my intuition. I was actually inspired by a random video that popped up on my YouTube feed. It was talking about the power of individuality. And I thought that was a really interesting topic. Um, And I wanted to, you know, share my take on it. And, you know, that's what we talk about here on this podcast is being the best version of yourself. Right. So why not talk about the power of individuality? I think one of the most beautiful things about the human mind is that no two minds work exactly the same, right? Like, I know we have the saying, great minds think alike, but the key word is alike, not same. I think if people really realized and understood how much power you hold when you just be yourself, but I always say this, if X, Y, Z would happen, the world would be a better place. But no, I don't care. Like, I believe that deep in my soul. But I want to go back to, like, elementary school and, like, middle school. Just, like, childhood in general. And I remember so badly wanting to fit in. Like, right? Like, when you think about, like, the majority of the human race and, you know, we want to fit in. We don't want to stand out. I think fitting in is okay if you are allowed to be who you truly are. Like if the people you surround yourself with, your little clique, because y'all know it was clicked up in middle school, high school, we say clicked up. But if your clique accepts you for who you are and and you're able to be like that truest version of yourself, then go for it. Be clicked up fit in with your clique, with your pack. Because at the end of the day, like like I said, we all are individual people. But I do believe we do have a pack. Like, y'all my pack. I'm y'all pack, right? Because we think alike. But none of us in this pack think exactly the same. Now, on the other hand, if you're running with a group of people, you're not able to be yourself. You might need to rethink spending time with those people, spending time with that clique of people, right? Because you don't want anybody to hinder your growth process or take away from who you truly are. And I said this a long time ago, I was having a conversation with Travis and I was just telling him, so sometimes like I can tell when I'm not really comfortable around certain people because I find myself 
being this other version of myself of like who they think I should be. And honestly, it's not their fault. On really, it's me. But it's something about that person that makes me un makes me uneasy and make me feel like okay, I need to act this way or I need to be quiet. You know what I mean? It's okay to fit in, but not at the cost of your truest self, your individuality, your superpower. Something else that I wanted to touch on is a term that, listen, I hate this term, right? This, is, this may be an unpopular opinion, but oversaturated. I hear that a lot when we're talking about different industries, different niches. Like, well, that one's too oversaturated. That's too oversaturated. Let me tell you this. It doesn't matter how many people are doing the same exact thing. No two people are going to do it exactly alike. Why? Because we're all so different. We're all individual, different beings. And it's like, even if somebody tries to do exactly what somebody else is doing, and trust me, we all know that there are people out there like that who tries to do something the same exact way somebody else is doing it. First of all, people are going to notice it, right? That's just point blank period. But second of all, they're not going to do, they're not going to be able to do it. They're not going to be able to do something the exact same way somebody else did it, period, period. I also think the term oversaturated comes from a lack mindset. I have friends who have time and time again have asked me, do you think there's too many of us doing this? Do you think this is going to become oversaturated? No, it comes from a fear or lack mindset. By asking that question or having that belief, you believe that there's not enough space for all of us to be our best version of ourselves or do what we love or be fulfilled, live a fulfilled life. And obviously not enough equals lack. I've heard this time and time again, but when you go down the aisle to buy water, how many different water companies do you see? So many different water companies. If there was enough room, enough space in the water industry, the drinking industry, the beverage industry, there's enough space for us. All of these waters are so different and people like different ones for different reasons. And you don't want to be... You don't want people to support you or be loyal to you because you're the only option. <laughs> like, why would you want that? Like, I want y'all to listen to this podcast because it ain't no other podcast to listen to. No. Like, you're just the only option. Like, you get what I'm saying? You're the only option. You want people to like you because they're invested in you. It was something special about you. And next time you find yourself asking, like, or thinking that a, a certain industry is oversaturated... You need to ask yourself, like, what are you really afraid of? What are you afraid of? I think sometimes, too, we are so domesticated as a human race that we don't really know what the truest version of ourselves look like. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't even know how to be an individual anymore. I think that there was a time in my life where I had to really sit down and try to slowly but surely uncover the mask 
that I wore to be the way that society told me that I had to be. And domestication, if you really like haven't heard of that word or don't know what it looked like, like it, it can really happen intentionally and unintentionally. Like somebody can directly tell you what you should be doing or shouldn't be doing. But I feel like for the most part, it happens maybe not unintentionally, but it's not direct. Like when we look at the media, like they're not directly saying like, y'all need, you need to do this or you need to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, they're not directly saying you should do X, Y, Z. But we are taking in these messages and whether it be from the media or from our parents, because I feel like domestication actually starts within the home. And again, I've been reading um, The Mastery of Self, and I learned that because when I first heard the word domestication, automatically, I don't know why, but domestication sounds like such a negative word, negative word, but it isn't always negative. Like, it can be positive as well. Now, domestication is negative when it goes against what you truly believe, right? And you have to alter yourself or become this version of something that you don't believe versus it can be positive if it goes with and aligns with what you believe. Domestication starts at a really, really young age. For example, this is the example that was in The Mastery of Self by Domingo Reese, but it's also an example that I've used as well, like in previous videos and like I can relate to it. Like when we're kids and we're done eating, we stop. But my mom or my parents, they would say, hey, you need to finish your food. But in the book, he gave the example, like the grandma told the son, the grandson, like, don't you want to be strong? So now he equates overeating with being strong. But for me, I, I equated overeating with like not being wasteful or, you know, so that's just one example of domestication. Of course, it gets way deeper than that. And but yeah, I think that some of us are so deeply domesticated and so far gone that we don't really even know who we are as an individual. And that could be a problem. I think, like I talked about before, we didn't want to stand out. But I'm now at a stage in my life where I realize that standing out is a really positive thing. And just being yourself and individuality is such a beautiful thing. I think that, and I always say this, I always be like, these people are the most fulfilled people. These are the happiest people. But it's true. I think that people who are genuinely, truly themselves when it comes to like, even from a creative mindset, I think they're the most happiest, most fulfilled people. When I am, when I'm being myself just like on a day-to-day basis, which is always, y'all know me. But when I'm being myself, I feel happiest. When I am being myself creatively and putting out what I want to put out and not worried about or what my audience is going to think or, you know, how many views is going to get or whatever the case may be. When you focus on creating things that make you happy, you are so much more fulfilled. And I know it can kind of be disappointing, like, when you feel that you don't know who you are. Like, my mom has worked her entire life since I was two years old and 
well, even before that, like she had me when she was uh, 28 years old, but she, obviously she worked before that. And I think a lot of people are just working to live and like kind of not like having a life outside of that. And you can kind of lose yourself within that. And so now my mom, she is almost 60 years old and she's in a space where she's trying to find out who she is. And it can be disappointing or even sound saddening. And, you know, I hurt for, for her, but also I appreciate her. I love her and I respect her for making the sacrifices that she made so that I could have a good life. Right. But at the same time, it can be disappointing, but you have to change your perspective on it and realize like, okay, I can start with a blank canvas. I get to discover myself and learn all these beautiful things about myself and just be an individual. And I know some people may not like, I know before I actually like really dived into my spiritual journey, like my self-discovery journey, it was some things I don't didn't even really want to know about myself. Like, you know what I mean? Like some some thoughts that I was maybe having or like that's why for a long time y'all I was scared to meditate because I was like shit what's gonna come up like you know what I mean like what signs what messages what downloads are gonna come up for me when I'm meditating but it just comes with time and you have to be open to receiving the unknown I think I love how I always start my sentences off with I think but I do think I feel maybe I should say I feel I feel that a lot of us are afraid to be our beautiful, individual, powerful selves is because we're afraid of what other people are going to think. We want to be liked. We want to be loved. We want to be perceived in a positive way. Some of us don't want to be perceived at all. And I feel that. I get that. But you have to move from a space where you have no fear and you don't care when you rather for somebody to like you for who you are versus you putting on this mask and this front and being somebody completely different just for somebody to like you it's really not worth it it sounds really tiring honestly I've reached a point where I don't care what anybody thinks about me and this comes with time but I'm done putting on a mask a front to be perceived how I want people to perceive me. Either you like me or you don't. Either you fool with me or you don't. Either you connect with me or you don't. Like, I'm not forcing anything. I take pride in being my individual self. And I don't care what other people think about me. And, like, I know that's a huge, that's a huge statement. Because... I feel like most of us human beings, we care so much about what other people think about us, about their opinions about us. But it's true. Like, I finally have reached a space where I don't care what people think about me. If I care what you think about me, you are somebody really important in my life. But I had to develop this mindset as a creator on YouTube, on Instagram, because everything isn't all positive. You know, you get some negative comments comments and feedback and so I had to really develop this mindset to push forward and push through and to just continue being myself it really takes a strong sense of self to not care what somebody thinks about you and it's a process it's a journey and for me to get to this point I really had to start being conscious <laughs> being aware 
of not only my surroundings, but myself. I had to take out that extra time in the morning or in the evening, whatever works for you. But it was, it, and it still is because I still learn about myself every day. Like taking that extra time to learn about what I like, what makes me fulfilled. Like you have to ask yourself those questions like, who am I? What do I like? What would I do if I didn't have to worry about money? What would I be doing right now? Like, we've heard that question before, but it's a legit question. And whatever the answer to that question is, like, that's your purpose. That's your passion. Unless it's just nothing. Like, I wouldn't be doing nothing. You probably need to dig deeper because it's something that lights you up. It's something that gives you a spark and makes you so happy that you wouldn't, you don't care if you got paid for it or not. And for me, it's what I already do. Because you got to think about it. For a while, I didn't get paid for it. But yeah, you really have to ask yourself those questions. Spend time with yourself. Spend time alone. Like, who are you outside of these relationships that you hold? Like, who are you outside of those? I think sometimes we get so wrapped up into being a wife, a mother, a father, a husband, a sister, a daughter, a son, that we forget who we are outside of those relationships. Spend some time alone. Tap into who you truly are. What is the one thing that you would do regardless of what anybody thought? Like if you didn't care about what people thought, if you didn't care about money or status, what is the one thing that you would be doing? And once you figure that out, do it. Now, I'm not saying quit everything and drop everything and do that, but add that to your life. And if it makes you happy and makes you fulfilled, do it. But when you do it, hone in on who you are. As an individual, do it your way. Don't do it how everybody else is doing it. Don't do it how you think you should be doing it. Follow your intuition. Follow your gut. What is your gut telling you to do? What is your gut saying? When I'm in my creative process, I don't really like to watch videos or be on Instagram or, you know, really consume outside sources, you know, just sources outside of myself. I want it to be who I am. Now, don't get me wrong. We're all inspired by somebody, period, right? But inspiration is one thing and individuality is a whole nother ballgame. Like you can easily be inspired by somebody and still stay true to yourself. I think the one thing I want y'all to take away from today's episode is to don't run away from yourself. I think so many of us are doing that. We're running away from ourselves. We're distracting ourselves with outside sources, whether it be social media, people, TV, whatever the case may be. Stop running away from you. Get to know yourself. You beautiful, talented, creative human. Get to know who you are. Get to know what fulfills you. You are so powerful just by being you. The way you move, nobody else can move like that. Nobody else on this earth can move the way you move. Even if they try to, hone in on it, cherish that. There's nobody else like you. That is your superpower. That is your superpower. Learn to love who you are. When you love yourself and you accept yourself, it's easy. The rest is easy. 
It's easy to be yourself. It's easy to be an individual. It's easy to, to really express yourself creatively and build a community, build a pack. Like I talked about earlier, it's easy to do that stuff because you're going to attract you're going to attract people who are like you. Not just like you, but who are similar to you. Just live your life like nobody's watching. I promise you, you will be so fulfilled, so happy. So happy. And on that note, I'm going to end today's episode there. Remember y'all, if you got to change yourself to be around certain people or to make other people happy it's not for you stay true to you hone in on your superpower by just being you